Welcome to Quirkitude, the podcast where we talk about all the little silly things that make us who we are, because life is too short to live in hiding. My name is Janie, and I'm your host. Buckle in, because things are about to get quirky. Hi, I hope you're having a good day, and you're taking care of yourself. Thank you for tuning in. I'd like to know where you're tuning in from. If you haven't already, please check out the new Quirkitude website at quirkitude.com. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the Quirkitude. I regularly post and update and share things that just inspire or graphics that I created. I'd like you to join the conversation. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I want to talk about self-care. This is not the original recording that I had made to post about this topic, but I will at some point post that. I went through something this week, and I'm sure that you've all have experienced it before. We've all heard about self-care. We know it's essential, but how many of us actually do it? I know that I'm guilty of finding self-care to be a little bit selfish. I have a lot going on. I'm sure you do too. I have a lot of things to do. I work, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, and I'm a person too. I like to do things for myself. But it just feels like I could always be doing something for somebody else. And taking any time for myself feels very selfish. What ended up happening was that I was overrun, or maybe I decided to just not make time for self-care, that I became very overwhelmed and got to the point where I was just too stressed to function. I'm going through a lot, as I am sure all of us are, and it's not even that I'm going through a lot of stuff necessarily or something very, very difficult, but I do have a lot on my plate. Again, I'm not the only person on earth. I'm not saying that. I just didn't make time to deal with it. I recently read a book called Burnout by Emily Nagoski, PhD, and Amelia Nagoski, DMA. And it was all about learning how to break the stress cycle. That's the first time that I've learned about the stress cycle versus just a stressor. And to give you just like a quick synopsis, and I'm I'm totally missing a lot of the book. I encourage you to read it if you have the time or listen to the Audible. It's fantastic. But the stressor is what stresses you out, and the stress cycle is what your body keeps going through because of that stressor. That stressor, the exam, that big project at work could be over, but you're still going through that stress cycle. It went over how to break that stress cycle, like journaling, exercise, and literally just letting yourself feel. This past week, I've been on this go, go, go mission. I do not want to feel sad. I don't want to make a big deal out of how stressed I've been because I don't want to make other people feel bad. When I first started Quirkitude, the vision is this is that positive light that you give off, that positive energy when you are authentically yourself. And I fell into the trap of good vibes only. But I quickly realized that good vibes only is living in denial. Good vibes, most of the time, that's reality. And I quickly learned that being authentic to myself meant being authentic with myself. So actually letting myself feel all those things that are hard to deal with. And I'm just going to give you a quick example of what I went through. 
my husband is in an art class in a painting class and he had to take a picture to paint a portrait and he wanted to paint me i'm super honored my husband is super talented he does a fantastic job and he wanted to take pictures of me i thought it was fun i had a blast and then i got the pictures and i started judging myself and it wasn't necessarily judgments that I have for other people, but judgments that I have received that have become part of my voice. Like, those leggings were too tight. You shouldn't be wearing those because you have big thighs and you have hips and you have a butt. You shouldn't be wearing those tights because you don't want to show off your body because you're a mom now. Or, wow, that pattern is so funky. You're so brave to wear that. Or maybe you shouldn't have tied your blazer up because you shouldn't be wearing crop. You're not skinny like you once wore, etc. All of these things I don't really believe. I actually really am comfortable with the way that my body is now. But society doesn't think my body is all that good. We have that standard that we're constantly being pushed towards. So I criticized myself and I did not want to show it. I did not want to feel the pain of self-criticism. And I did not want to share these pictures because I don't want to be judged. And that is not quirky too. That's hiding. That was hiding again. That is exactly what I don't want to do anymore. That's exactly what corkitude stands against. So I continued with life, kept working, kept pushing. And then I had a memory of something else that made me feel equally as shitty. My job is heavily reliant on how I speak. And I have an accent, which I monitor all the time when I am at work. Because I've had a mentor in the past tell me that my accent was going to make me fail at my job. I don't want to get into specifics about my job or the mentor or anything like that. But the way it made me feel has become such a core part of my soul that I was at work this week and I couldn't decide if I should say my last name with a Spanish accent or an English accent. And sometimes I stutter when I say my last name. And it's so not necessary, but I get such anxiety about the way I speak at work. And it is completely irrational because I believe accents are beautiful. I would never, ever, ever judge anybody for having an accent, but somehow I have this judgment on myself because I am afraid that I will be judged as or considered incompetent at my job. That makes me angry. And as I say it, I realize how dumb that is. My God. Like, no. And then I suddenly had to deal with two things, right? And I actually had to stop today. I had to stop and just let myself cry. Because that would essentially end that stress cycle that I've been caught up in. And I've been caught up in it for quite a bit. So I took some time to myself. I know that as a mom now, I'm expected to be mom 100% of the time. But I cannot be 100% the best of my capability as a mother. 
if I am not 100% good with myself. And even having to justify that uh, feels like ugh, so ugly, but <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels this way. My God. So I, I took some time today to just slow down. First of all, cry, feel the feelings. Because I don't know if I am the only girl mom out there, but I feel like I need to be completely body positive 100% of the time because I don't ever want my daughter to go through this. But here's the thing. Whether or not she feels it, at some point somebody might make a comment about her. But I'm afraid she might take that voice in and criticize herself. Which sucks. Oh my god, it sucks. And so this is why I'm being really real and honest here. This is why I started Quirkitude. To hold myself accountable. To learn how to navigate the really uncomfortable parts of life. So that I can be a better mom and a better person for myself. I wanted to share this idea this SOS care box or self-care box. I really don't have an official name for it, but once upon a time I was subscribed to FabFitFun and this is not a advertisement for it at all. I don't necessarily remember what was in the box, but the box has a beautiful, fun butterfly print on it and I kept it. And eventually I turned that into my self-care box. I have journals in there that I go in and just jot my thoughts. I also have a creative Start Where You Are, a journal for self-exploration workbook um, by Mira Lee Patel. And I have colored pencils in there. I have a candle that I got at Target. It's Signature Soy, and the scent is citrus cucumber water. They usually sell it around summertime and whenever it's in stock, I buy a couple and so I, I have one in the box. I have a couple out of the box. I love that scent and it's just a clean scent. I also have a rock that was gifted to me by my neighborhood. Our neighborhood has a rock painting group and I graduated in the middle of the pandemic and they saw a sign outside the door that said congratulations grad and they gifted me a graduation rock. And I have that in there because it's a reminder that I can get through hard things. As silly as that sounds, those three years in grad school where I worked part-time and did internship part-time and then did school part-time, you see what I'm saying here? It was like I had 200% of time to give. And I was a full-time wife, full-time person, full-time daughter, and it was difficult but I got through it. I hoped that I'd be able to have this great grand celebration at the end and yeah, 2020. So I graduated in my house <laughs> on a screen. It's fine. I did it, that's what matters. But also this week was just another week that I was like, oh my God, you know? Uh. <laughs> It was just a tough week and I just let myself feel all those things and I feel so much better now and I know that I'm going to probably feel this way 
because hello I'm human I'm going to feel this way probably soon but I wanted to share that self-care box tip with you it came in really handy and sometimes when I am really stressed my thoughts just go 100 miles a minute journaling forces me to slow down and make sense of it all eh, shed a tear or two feel it and that stress cycle I really hope you consider reading that burnout book. It's fantastic. I will be sharing a picture of the self-care box on Instagram and Twitter so that you can see it. Take that as a template to create your own so that you can have it handy whenever you need it. And just remember that whatever self-care is for you, do it. Make time for it if you can you'll feel so much better. You will not regret it. And I promise you're judging yourself a lot more harshly than other people are. And if other people are, they're not your people. I know it's hard to push through and get over what people have done or said to you in the past. But keep showing up for yourself because you matter. And one day it's going to be just second nature to do self-care when you need it. If you haven't heard this, you are strong, you are capable, and you are loved, and you matter. And self-care is the least that you can do for yourself. I'm saying that to keep myself accountable as well. Hey, I'm not perfect. We're all in this journey together. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my real, raw, emotional thoughts. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. And remember, that feel-good energy that you give off when you finally embrace all you are without caring what others have to say, that's quirky too. And you are welcomed here, my fellow quirky. Join me again next time for the next Quirky Tube Podcast.